Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel. I am excited to have a really, really unique guest on the show with us today. Somebody who has, you know, really hit the bottom of being homeless, like legitimately, and has risen from that place to, uh, you know, to be running a seven fig- multiple seven-figure businesses, giving back to, uh, you know, all sorts of different uh, charities and communities. Um, and just genuinely a great guy. But before I get to him, um, you guys know that uh, one of one of the penances that I have to face in this life for uh, for all the things I've done is sharing this show with Dean Holland. Um, and uh, so, Dean, how are you today? I am awesome. And uh, I've literally just not only do we have to share this podcast, you've actually had to share your home with me. I mean, what is the world coming to? I've uh, just literally only, what, 36 hours ago left your your presence, <laughs> your actual in-person presence. That's right. That's right. What sins must I have committed to have done that? <laughs> it's a blessing. It is a blessing. <laughs> Actually, I would uh, ask what you did right to land up in this position and do more of it because it served you very well. Right. <laughs> I'll pause the recording here uh, just to say that it was really great having you. Hopefully, nobody heard me say that. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, I and I know we're gonna. Uh, I know we've got a another show planned where we're actually going to talk about all the uh, a lot of good stuff that came out of that that, that time. We did uh, for you guys listening. We did come up and we did brainstorm a bunch of stuff to uh, to bring you guys some more value and some cool some cool things. So super excited to share. More of that as we go. Um, how how awesome, just to jump in, how awesome would it be if we just carried on talking and our poor guest Akbar here was like, <laughs> are they gonna introduce me at any stage? And we we just carried on talking between us for like 30 minutes and then ended the show. <laughs> Has that ever been done in the in the history of podcasting before? That would be quite a selfishly horrible, aggressive thing, but I kind of like it. I think, I, uh, I think if we do do that, I know exactly the guest we should have back on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> we have somebody in mind for that, but not today. Uh, not today. today. We have Akbar Sheik, uh, who is just absolutely awesome human being. Um, oh, wow. Akbar, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, it, it only took us three minutes to get to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. That's a good. That's that's a record for me. I appreciate. It. It's really nice to be here. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. You know, so so just get it out of the way right away because this is just. I think when when I first uh, you know heard about your story, th- I don't I don't feel like I get awfully impressed. You know, often with uh, with different results that people create in their business, and, and not because they're not impressive results. Just because I have I have the privilege of you know hanging out with so many amazing entrepreneurs on pretty much a regular basis, but your story like really hit hit a chord for me. 
you were you were homeless, dude, and now you're like crushing it. I think that's just something that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, shall I tell you what happened? Yeah, I want. I, I don't want to be the only one who selfishly knows this amazing story. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's a lengthy one, but I'll give you. I'll give you the uh, the cliff notes. Um, in essence, what had happened was this, and it's interesting because I'm here actually uh, currently in Connecticut, which is where I grew up. Uh, I live in Dallas, by the way. But what had happened is, so I was actually, and I, and I remember I showed you guys the picture, the embarrassing picture uh, at the mastermind we just attended. But what had happened is, I was I was really overweight. I was lost, uh, confused. I was in a terrible relationship. Well, I think I was married to the devil. And, you know, I had bad habits. I had bad bad friends. I had, uh, everything was off. I wasn't spiritual. Oh, you see, I think think a person is made up of different orbs, like your physical health, your mental health, your relationship health, your, your why. And all of my like orbs were thickly polluted. And I don't think I've ever used those two words together and I kind of like it, but they're, they're really distraught. And I, so I was off. Because I was off, imbalanced to, to, to a terrible level, I ended up broken, uh, which means I, I developed a crippling anxiety disorder, which um, uh, led me to actually uh, half dead in a hospital uh, here in Connecticut. And, uh, well, good for me. Uh, I didn't die. And, uh, you know, I feel like I, God saved me. And I took advantage of that, you know, and I immediately like dropped all my bad habits, like, like cold turkey, you know what I mean? Um, some of them I miss, but that's okay. And um, I lost 50 pounds and I, and, I, and, I, and I lost my bad friends. I got out of all my bad relationships. I got into healthy relationships and um, everything was cool. You know, now I'm not off of like any sort of like anxiety medication. I'm off of this, I'm off of that. But I did not have my why. I still didn't have that why. And that was still lurking and hurting me in my development. So the journey, I kind of feel like, you know, in the 18th century over here, the journey to find my why, I decided to migrate west. And I went back to my birthplace of San Francisco. But I had, you know, and I went there. I don't know why, but I just went there to kind of find my why. But I, you know, at this point, I had no money. So I was homeless. But what ended up happening is we, I, 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 I rented a, uh, it was funny, I went to an office building in some back road somewhere in the outskirts of San Francisco. And it's kind of like a movie. And uh, I don't even know why I'm looking for an office. I had no money for an office, but I just did. I, I don't know why. And at the end of the tour, there's like there's like this dark. It sounds like I'm making it up, but I'm really not. I mean, I showed these guys pictures. Um, there's like this dark, gloomy corner at the end of the tour. <laughs> and then I ask her. I asked the lady, to "Give me the tour." I'm like, "What's that? What's that door over there?" And she's looking at me like a freak, and she's like, "Dude, that's the electrical closet. Like, why are you asking me?" I'm like, "Can I?" And then I'm like, "Can I see it?" And she's again now. Now she's kind of nervous. She's like, "Okay, is this guy gonna like kill me? What's happening here?" And she's like, "Okay." So she shows me this basically walk-in closet, no windows, no hot water, no shower. It was an electrical room. There's phone phone wires everywhere. And then I just came clean with her. I'm like, dude, listen, I don't have any money, but look. And I showed her like a before and after picture. I'm like, look, I just lost 50 pounds. I got out of all these unhealthy relationships. I don't have any bad habits. Like, uh, I, I started doing yoga. I'm like a good guy, but I need a why. And then I need a place to stay to figure, figure myself out. Lucky for me, she was a hippie. And, and she's like, all right, cool. I dig it. And she gave me the room, $75. Wow. And- yeah, 75 bucks a month, utilities included. 
I, and I think she just charged me that for accountability purposes. But um, so I don't know. I had to go kind of scrape that money. But um, anyway, in that closet, I actually found my why. <laughs> and it was, uh, you know, it, it turned out to be funnels out of all things. <laughs> Oh, that's right. amazing. So, so you, I, I don't even think I knew that part of the story. So you, you found this electrical closet in an office building and like, why, why that spot? Like what happened? Why? Like that, like, why did you use that spot to find your why? Was there any like significance to it or to just like, it felt like a safe place or like what, what was the deal with that? I was with my brother and he was also homeless with me too. Uh, by the way, he, he's running an eight-figure mattress company now, online mattress company. He was uh, homeless, and and I say that to not to like be like cool or something, but just like I think I think it's an inspiring story. I think people, some people can get some inspiration from it, maybe. But he he wanted to sell some mattresses uh, and try to like hustle one or two mattresses and try to start like a little like like I, was, I don't know why I was about to say bootylicious, but I don't know why I was about to say that, but like. To, <laughs> like on the show. I don't know what kind of show you think this is, but <laughs> he just wanted to sell some mattresses, and it turned and and that was across the street from a mattress factory. So so that's that's kind of why. I mean. That's uh, all right. So so you you just covered a lot of ground. I feel like I need to go back and dig into a few a few areas here. So 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 first of all, you know, there's a lot of people who have uh, you know pressures pressures from life, right? And and sometimes they manifest as anxiety. Sometimes. You wind up doing, you know, things that that aren't good for you with all those bad habits and stuff like that. But was there a moment where you were just like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta get my shit together"? Like, was that was it a specific moment? Like something happened? Yeah. Or was it more like gradual over time, and you were just like, "I just don't like this trend." No, no, no. It it, it was one moment. I'll never forget. I was I was in the hospital, and and the doctor said, "You're fine." And, and as soon as he said that, and I walked down, they released me from the the chamber, and they had me in this. Um, I felt like an animal. They had me in this in this uh, in this uh, in this in this leg of the hospital where they had to take your jewelry off, and they had to you couldn't have any objects, and you know they treated you like an animal. When they released me and said you're fine, at that moment right there, I'm like, damn! Somehow I survived this, and that's it. And I think I remember like right then and there. I think I like. Like I, I symbolically, like threw my pack of cigarettes in the garbage. You know what I mean? Like, and I symbolically, like you know, took away my bumper sticker from like reserved parking at, at McDonald's. You know what I mean? Um, I just had, like that moment right there. I totally changed my life. And how long was it from that moment until the uh, till the whole electrical closet situation? Oh, not not long at all. That those 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 in the very near future. Right. So you so you immediately took action. and You're like, all right. Now that I feel like I have like a basically like a second chance, yeah. I'm going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm blessed to be honest with you, man. I've seen people. I'm, listen, I know a guy, all right, and uh, he's an alcoholic, and and terrible things have happened because he's an alcoholic. You know, divorced kids, blah blah blah. Recently, he fell off the bed because he was so drunk. Hit his not split his head wide open. Went to the hospital. He also should have died. But guess what? He also got lucky. Doctor said, "Yeah, you lucky son of a gun. You made it. You got a second chance. And guess what? A couple of days later, guess where he is? He's at the bar. So I, I you know, I, I mean, I feel, I do feel blessed. And 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 a lot of people don't take that opportunity, which is very saddening for me. Hmm. Well, I feel like a lot of people don't recognize that they have that opportunity before something like that happens too. 
right? You don't have to necessarily wait for something like that. Although in your case, that was obviously a, you know, a really loud wake up call. Yeah. So, so what, so like every day is a second chance, right? Totally. Like every time, uh, every time I get off the show with Dean, I feel like I have a second chance. It's like, (laughs) this is my wake up call. (laughs) Like, okay, I'm still okay. I can make it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dear. i've got nothing to say i've got nothing I, just nothing just nothing flowed out of me there uh, so so so, so Akbar, you said you said you found your why like with with funnels and and doing things that, that were productive can you can you talk a little bit more about about what exactly you did that got you out of that you know that electrical closet where you where everything sort of came together for you until now where you have uh, you know, multiple seven figure businesses, you're running mastermind, you have, you know, people that you're inspiring, you have kids that you're helping save their vision, like all these amazing things happen there. Like what on earth happened inside that electrical closet? So, so, so what happened was honestly, I felt like, I don't know if anyone's ever seen this movie called the matrix and I felt like Neo, right? So like, I'm, I don't know why. All right, but every day I'm searching for my why on my like hundred dollar laptop on Craigslist, on craigslist.com. Right. I, I don't know why. I just thought I was going to find my wild Craigslist. Um, but funny enough, I did. So what happened was I, I ended up on some like, you know, I don't know, one of these like uh, cheesy kind of funnels. Like, I don't know, one of these make money from home. Like, um, I don't know. What are, you know, like, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's actually how I found Dean. He was on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't want to tell anyone what category you found me in, though, because it begs the question: A, why was I there? But B, why were you looking? <laughs> You're right. We should uh, we should not talk about that any further. Keep going. So, so what happened was, you know, it's funny because my dad always said, right? He's like, like a fool can't learn in a library, uh, but like a wise man can learn from like the writings on a wall. And I'm not saying I'm wise or anything, but I'm, what, what I am saying is like I, I bumped into this ch- cheese ball site. And instead of just like turning it off, I'm like, eh, I kind of looked at it for a second. And I and what happened, because I actually gave it a second chance and didn't dismiss it as some like cheesy, cheesy, cheese, cheese, I, I actually had an awakening. And I'm just like, wow, I see what's happening here. I know why they have that lady smiling in that corner. I know why they have this big green button saying bye now. I know why they have some uh, picture of a beach. Uh, and a guy on his cell phone and laptop, like I saw it like on, on a deep, like psychological level, like, like Neo from the matrix. And I'm just like, dude, this is pretty brilliant. Like the psychology of it all. And I just kind of fell in love. It was love at first sight, you know, not, not with that like niche, but like with the psychology of, of persuasion. And I found that page to be particularly unethical, but then what happens from that, I evolved into kind of really starting to master what I call the ethical principles of persuasion, um, which, which, which really kind of got my, I don't know, what is, what's the term, not jollies, but like, you know, got my juices flowing or just got me excited and, 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 and wanting to get up and do something every day, which was a new feeling for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, so where did you, so where did you go from there? Like after, you know, after you had that moment of inspiration of, you know, how to, you know, essentially look, you saw marketing and maybe they weren't, you know, selling a, something that was ethical or something you agreed with, but you saw that you could move people to, to take action. Yeah. Like what, so what, so what happened? Like, how did you get from there to actually doing it? Cause I feel like that's a big, 
hurdle for a lot of people. So, so it was like an Amway kind of opportunity, right? And the thing, it, it was, it, it cost money to uh, to join, and and I was very short on money, being you know being homeless and all. <laughs> so, I did have one possession to my name though, and that was literally it. And it was some beat up um, old eighty uh, car from the eighties. So what I, and what happened was, I actually burned all my ships. I sold it. And people thought I was nuts. Like, dude, how are you going to get around? How are you going to get work? How are you going to get food? Like, this is the only thing you have to your name. And I was like, dude, what am I going to do? I love it. And um, I sold it. And I sold it for $2,000. And I took all that money and I bought into like this Amway type program. And then what happened was, it was summer. I'll never forget. Every day I'm on the phone trying to close deals. Every day I'm on the phone trying to close deals. Every day I'm on the phone trying to close deals. Nothing. One week, one day goes by. One week goes by. Two weeks, three weeks. Finally, a month goes by. I'm like, dude, I'm on the phone all day, every day. I haven't made a penny. I'm like, I don't have a car. What am I going to do? I'm I'm living in this freaking club. Two choices at that point. I think everyone can relate to this. They're like, dude, forget this. Give up. Go back to nine to five. Or B, let's figure this out. So I'm like, no, dude, you know what? And, I, and, I, and I'll never forget this because I was like ver- like ferocious in my own mind. I'm like, dude. And, I, and for me, it was probably a little more literal than, than most but because I was homeless. But I was like, dude, I'm going to make this work or I'm going to die trying. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just like I've failed so many times in my life, like 10 businesses before being homeless. So I'm like, dude, I'm not failing this time. I don't, I don't give up H. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. I'm not giving up. So what happened? I looked in the mirror. Well, no, I didn't look in the mirror. I, I looked at the situation. I'm like, dude, I'm on the phone every day. So I'm getting to talk to people, but I'm not closing them. So what did I do? I tweaked. I talked to some mentors, like in the Amway, whatever it was. And I tweaked the script. And, and actually, the shift was I started serving them before just trying to close a sale. So I started trying to serve them and give them benefit and and do what's good for them as opposed to just trying to selfishly get a sale, you know, which is kind of, I think, what I was maybe trying to do. And when that happened, boom, I'll never forget, like literally the next day, boom, first sale, $500. And, and, I didn't, and, and it was funny because I, I didn't even celebrate because like, it was like, for me, it was like, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. Then that 500 turned into like a $2,000 sale. Then a 3,500, 7,500, 15,000, 25,000. Now I'm having $25,000 a month, $50,000 a month, $100,000 a month, you know, on and on. And I just became a top, you know, 1% earner, you know, in that industry. But then I hated it because it was kind of like network marketing. And I hate network marketing, to be honest with you. No disrespect to anyone, by the way. I just don't like it because the attrition rate. And I feel like a lot of elderly people want to join thinking they're going to hit the lottery and they can barely type in the password to their email. And I don't like it. So I got to so I gotta ask you a question then. Are you here on the show today to pitch Dean and I on your network marketing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're going to get a free leg under each and every one of you. Okay, because we had we we had that happen. I was going to say, if you're not here to pitches, then you clearly didn't have the right mentor. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So when did you uh, like? I got to ask. So at what at what uh, income threshold did you decide to move out of the electrical closet? Like these are the weird (laughs) questions that play. Well, dude, that um, I kind of would like it if you said, "Well, actually, I'm talking to you from there now." He's like, I make $100,000 a day, but I'm still in the electrical class. Right. Well, Sometimes you just have a connection. You know, it's 
Yeah, I do actually, because, um, you know, the sofa at, at my place where I live, I, I live in a, in a home now, but uh, it's funny to say something like that. But um, uh, the sofa I have is still the one I, I took it with me from the closet. And, and I think I'm going to keep that one forever, probably. Do you think they That's might it. want it back? Was it yours? <laughs> Did you just like, take it? <laughs> Took it in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I kind of would like the end of this story to be like, oh no, I still have access to the uh, to the closet because I bought the building. <laughs> yeah, that, wow, that would be amazing. Uh, Please tell us that's the end of this story. Act, so, right? so I haven't, I haven't bought the building, but yes, I do. I, I do still have uh, those rooms under under our uh, under our lease for God knows what reason. Oh, you do really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. All right. So, so back to my question of how long did it take before you decided to move out and felt like you were, you were cool? Well, not that? long at all. I, listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I, it got to a point where I was happily being homeless. You know, people, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so scared of being homeless. It's not that bad, by the way. Um, you know, people like, oh, no. Shout out to all my homeless people. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. I mean, somebody was getting, I, somebody was crying on Facebook. Oh, no, I might lose my home. I might be home. It's not that bad. But, um, you know, the thing is. Um, <laughs> I love that he has no sympathy. Like, I guess you get to that point where it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be homeless. He's like, don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> almost in a kind of you better stop moaning get on with it kind of way as well i like it well exactly it's like all right find yourself your electrical closet and get back to work right right no I, not long bro no i actually you know what happened to be honest with you funnels allowed me to get married man i so i got married pretty shortly after yeah that's amazing yeah you totally turned everything around like you just you just i think what i love about this story is be i don't know whether it was because of the situation or because you felt like you got that second chance or whatever. You just stopped holding yourself back and you just co- totally went for it. Oh. And I think that's amazing. And that's like such an inspiring lesson for all of us, regardless of whether you're, you know, in a, you know, dire situation like you're talking about or you're doing well, but you need, you know, you need to get to the next level or you want something more like you just, you just went for it, man. And I think that's so, so cool. Yeah, man. When I got married, and my my wife's, you know, she's an she's you know she's not like a homeless person. She's she's like an architect, and it's funny. I wanted to- almost the opposite of a homeless person. <laughs> she's designing buildings. Right. Wow, you know, <laughs> I like that. I I like spaces. Oh my god, <laughs> he like took out some insurance. He's like, all right, look, <laughs> if this happens again, I'm at least hook up with somebody who's going to design a place for me to live. <laughs> that is. Very, very smart. Funny, I never thought about that. Wow, I have to, I have to thank you for that. That's really funny. Opposites really do attract. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, I totally interrupted no, you with that. No, that's that's like well worth everything. This is a great moment for me. I really appreciate that um, feedback. Well, that's what we do on this show. We uh, we make things good. Yeah. <laughs> that's our tagline. Huh? It probably use a little bit of like finesse to the language, but we make things good. <laughs> no, I, when I was engaged, I told, I remember I told my brother, I'm like, you know, this building has a, 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 an off, a, a little closet that's bigger. I think maybe I'll just get that and we can move in. <laughs> and they all looked at me. <laughs> like an it was an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my God. You're, you're funny stuff. So all right, so so now so now you're married, like also like two kids, and and tell us tell us about uh, what I want to I want to um I want to dig into uh, the philanthropy stuff too though because yes you know you've you've made a ton of money uh, which is awesome 
but I love what I love what you're doing with it. Can you talk a little bit about your philanthropy efforts and the blind kids and like all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Can I can I just say something real quick before I forget? Yeah. That, so, it has to be good though. Yeah, well, yeah, no, because you made me think of something. You know, it's funny because you said I was married and then immediately I, I thought to myself, well, yeah, by the way, we have two kids now. And a lot of people, like, they have this thing like, oh, I'm not going to have kids right now. And, and no, and by the way, no offense to anybody, no disrespect to anybody. But a lot of people are like this, like, oh, no, I'm just starting my business. I got to grind. I got to hustle. I don't have time for kids. I'll tell you something. Can I tell you something? Please. When when I had my first kid, I could not afford um, – uh, a proper car seat. I had to buy a used car seat. And I'll never forget my wife's face when she was cleaning that car seat and found it like a used Band-Aid in there because it was like some used car seat, um, which was nasty. But can I tell you something? When I had my first kid, I had a, and I'm not saying have kids for this reason, but when I had my first kid, I had like a real breakthrough in my business and I started earning like an insane amount of money. Then and as I had another kid right after. I have a one-year-old and a two-year-old. Then I had – and then my business went to the absolute next level after the next kid. So like I don't want people to think that like, no, kids is going to like destroy everything. Like it's tough. It's I'll be honest with you. Like, it's, like sometimes it's a nightmare and sometimes it's like you want to like just go in a closet and scream. But like I wouldn't let – I wouldn't like any – don't let anything like block you from growth. Like don't think, oh, no, kids is going to block me from growth or this. Like no, nothing will really. I, I don't think. I don't know. James kind of stunted my growth pretty early on once I got to <laughs> everything kind of ceased heading in a positive direction from that point on. Yeah, that's right. It's been a, it, I'm sorry, James, but like, I didn't know. Uh, so, so, so when you need to go scream in a closet, yeah. are we getting to the real motivation for hanging on to some of those spaces in that office building? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to put two and two together here. And now I, now I just got it. Like, oh, okay. No, it's a nightmare sometimes, but it's beautiful as well. You know, but you know, you want to talk about the, the philanthropy. I listen, I love it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not very materialistic. I'll, I mean, it's funny. You know, I say, you know, how many diamonds, how many diamond earrings do you want me to buy my horse? You know what I mean? And, and, and it's just kind of a joke. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you, you know, what are you going to do? It's funny because like, it, it, it's like people who don't, who haven't quote unquote made it yet. They're like, oh, I'm going to do this. Like, I remember when I was on my first podcast, right? And I put a post on my Facebook. I'm like, dude, it's such an honor to be a guest on a podcast. Not too long ago, I couldn't afford um, headphones to listen to a podcast, right? And it was like, in the beginning, everyone's like, oh, I want, I want, I want, right? And like, recently I went to the mall. Right. And like, I remember back in the day when I was broke, I'm like, oh, when I get money, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to buy this and I'm going to buy that. And then recently I went to the mall and now, you know, like, thank God, you know, we can afford anything we want. But like, I, I didn't want anything. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, mm. it's like, it, it, it's this weird dichotomy that I wish like people could see. Cause like everyone who quote unquote retires early and goes to the beach, they get bored and they go back to work. So it's like, there's got to be more to it than just like material and the money. So like for me, it's the philanthropy stuff. Like that really gets me going, right? Because like otherwise, again, how many diamonds do you want me to buy my horse? So yeah, we're doing two things that I love. Number one, um, we're, it's it's like, okay, so I, I, I really think that people should try this out. Like find a why that makes you cry, right? Because like when I heard about a charity that you can literally give $80, which is less, which is a pretty cheap date night, if you ask me. Uh, for 80 bucks, uh, you can actually pay for a child's, a blind child's 
cataract eye surgery in a third world country and give them the gift of vision. I mean, this is like a blind kid. Five minutes ago, this dude was blind. And now he can see because of your $80. Like when I heard that, my mind just like melted. And I wanted to like just, just like here, take my house. Do you know what I mean? And mm. that has really been a big driving force for me. Is that, you know, your like, is that the fuel for you growing your businesses now? Or are you, it, you know, sort of setting your businesses so they run, you know, more on autopilot without you and then focusing more of your time on the philanthropy side? Like what's your, what's your plan going forward? Yeah, it was my fuel in the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Like I really enjoyed writing those nice checks. You know, I really did. What happened was every month as I write the check and I try to donate 10% of what I make, um, which I feel is not enough, by the way. But now it started becoming just like another check. Do you know what I mean? It just started becoming like, oh, okay, here's, I got to pay my, you know, here's my, my cable bill and here's my charity bill. You know, it just became another check I was writing. So it lost its essence. And what I've now decided, thanks to the mastermind that all of us were at, is I got inspiration um, from Dana in particular. Uh, I now want to start my own charity where I can be hands-on and not just give checks because giving checks is not cutting it for me anymore. It's not satisfying me. you know. Um, so I want to be more hands-on now um, and, 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 and open my own charity. And are you going to, do you think you're going to focus on, on the same topic of, you know, the blind kids and, and that sort of thing? Or do you have other plans or do you want to get involved in multiple things? I mean, I have no doubt based on what you've told us so far, whatever you get involved in is going to move forward with, with great success. Well, like, do you know what it is yet? Or are you still trying to figure that out? Yeah. Great question. So no, I, I mean, the mastermind just happened and I had an epiphany, I had the epiphany right then and there. I said, yes, this is what I need to do. I need to open a charity. And I've been thinking about it a lot. I don't know. Like Dan, I was talking, I loved what he said, man. He, he wants to open a goat farm and he wants to bring kids in there and he wants to give kids love, not medication. And that really touched me. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking along those lines, like I can buy like a nice little farm in Texas, you know, and I can have like underprivileged, you know, kids or, or orphans or something. And, you know, they can grow crops and take care of the animals and, and bond or, or something, something like that, like something with love and I can be hands on and I can be, I can be there and spend a lot of time on a farm or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like something like that where I can really be a part of it, not just like write checks. Do you know what I mean? Like that. So I know I don't have it fully mapped out. I don't, I need help with that. Um, but, but we're going to do it. There's no doubt about it. We're going to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that you will. Um, well, that's, I mean, that's awesome, man. Cause I think, you know, you know, you're, you know, we've had other people, uh, on the show, you know, talked about, you know, after you get to a certain level of success, you know, finding, you know, finding meaning outside of yourself and, you know, giving back to people and all that stuff. And I think, you know, for, for me, what's really cool about this conversation today, though, is the, is the, you know, the beginning and the end and how short the distance between those two points is. And the fact that, you know, you're just, uh, you know, you're just not stopping. You're just kind of taking things to another level to help other people. And I I think that's super cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I mean, and and listen, here's another thing we're talking, you know, if you want to read in between the lines a little bit, you kind of got to hang out with like some cool people. Like even like if people are hanging out with you guys, listening to your podcast, right? It's like, it's like, you know, I mean, we all heard it before. You are who you hang out with. But the thing is, like, when I was homeless, I was, guess who was, when I was homeless, guess what my habits were, right? Uh, watching a lot of TV, eating a lot of junk food, you know what I'm saying? Not reading books, talking a lot about people, you know what I mean? And guess what my friends were doing? The same thing. 
watching a lot of movies, eating a lot of junk food, talking behind people's bag, you know, just loitering, loitering in parking lots. Uh, so you end up doing what your friends do, right? So you ask about my why that really fueled me, which was about the blind kids. Guess what? Guess who told me about that? A dude in our inner circle, Russell Brunson's inner circle. Um, I was, I'm hanging out with elite people and I'm not, not elite, like, you know, like, like in a bad sense, but like I'm hanging out with like, you know, motivated, like-minded people. You know what I mean? And they, mm. and they gave me this why. Then I just went to this mastermind, hanging out with a bunch of cool people like, like you guys right now. And, and boom, they gave me the motivation, to open a charity. Now you gotta, this is the thing. And the people are like, oh no, well I can't afford a 50,000, $10,000, $20,000 mastermind. No, stop it now. now. Now you're being silly now because just listening to this podcast, for example, Dean and James, you're hanging out with top notch, really cool guys that can inspire you and change your life. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think that's very important to be honest with you. It's, it was in my life. We do change lives, don't we, James? Yeah, I I, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Dean, are you sure he knows who he's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's you and me. And like, anyway, well, we appreciate that, Akbar. And But I, on a serious note, I, I totally agree. I, you know, for mm. me, that that moment happened, um, I guess, almost six years ago. And, and I hadn't, you know, I hadn't been necessarily hanging out with the wrong crowd so much as I hadn't been hanging out with the right one. And I remember I was at a uh, t- my first Tony Robbins event that I went to. Uh, it was UPW in Orlando in like late 2012. And one of my one of my biggest goals and takeaways from there was, you know, to just totally hang out and create an amazing peer group. And the people, and it's so incredibly true, the people that you hang out with have the biggest impact and influence on who you are and who you become and what you what you do because uh we we become it becomes normal right and i and i sort of alluded to this earlier but and and this isn't something where i take it for granted but it is still stunning to me how blessed i feel that having conversations with somebody like you or you know dean or any of these people that i get to talk with on a regular basis like that is normal for me and when in like in our life we become like those who we hang out with because that's what becomes normal to us and and if you really want to change your life for the long term you really want to change your business results you want to do all these things change what's normal to you and 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 like that's it's it's so simple but so so few people actually take the time to invest and and to do that and i I absolutely love what you're saying, Akbar. It's like, um, it, that was like, that has to be the first thing. Who are you hanging out with? And, um, yeah. So I like what you said, that's a cool t-shirt change, change your normal. Hmm. Yeah. It's like create yeah. a new normal. That's not so right. Yeah, like you have, you have the ability to create a new normal at any point. For sure. And you know, and that's, and that's the goal is for like, not to lose sight of how blessed you are, but for it to feel normal, Definitely. right? Like not, not like an accident, like, oh man, I like, I hung out with these guys by accident. It's like, man, this is happening all the time. Huh. Intention. You know, you mentioned, you mentioned Tony Robbins. I think one of the, uh, one of the big things I always remember that stuck in my mind that Tony Robbins says is about change. He's like, change happens in a moment. You know, a lot of people, what, what people, what takes people time is getting ready for the change. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's something I'm taking away from you here, Akbar is like change can happen in a moment. You just got to make a decision. 
It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, you go from like living in the electrical closet at some some office building to being married with kids, making millions of dollars and helping blind kids see in a short period of time. Like that did like to your earlier point, that didn't have to take a long time. Mm-hmm. Right? You just yeah. went for it. There was no other that was the path and you saw it and you stopped getting distracted by everything else. Well, it saddens me. I see a lot of people, you know, they're stuck. You know, I think what is it, seventy percent of small what is it, seventy or ninety, I forget. Seventy, ninety percent of small businesses are stuck. And it saddens me because um I, you know what it is. I mean, look, who uh, you know, I, I you know, Einstein said it, right? Uh the one of the definitions of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And and I see it all the time. You know, and it's and it's sad because you know, listen. What is the statistic? How many new millionaires are created every single day? I think it's like I forget. It's it's a lot. It's like thirty new millionaires a day or something. And um, anybody can do it. It's just that you know. Yeah. Hey, listen. You're right. You got to change your normal. This is great. Wow. This is wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen. I um, I really appreciate you being on the show. Um, I think uh, I think this is you know inspiring. No matter what level you're at. Is, uh, is, is, is there anywhere like some, some people can go and find out more about your story or your beliefs or your philosophies or like anything like that? If people want to connect with you on a, on a deeper level. Uh, yeah, man, I have a book. Um, it, I, I like it. It's good. It's not fluff. It's good. I like it. It's, 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 a, it's international bestseller, I think in seven countries. And, 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 it, you know, it's, uh, it's 47 on Amazon. I'd love to give it to you guys for, for free. Um, you can just go to uh, sevenfigurebook.com uh, and and wow. and here's a little marketing tip. So so now people are going to say, oh, well, what is that? The number seven uh, figurebook.com or seven spelled out book.com? Well, I bought both. Domains. That, that thought exactly came into my head. How did you predict that? Well, you know what happened? I bought, I bought both domains. <laughs> so that's the thing. Now I'll give you another, another, not, 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 I'll tell you something else. Before, guess what the link was? It was akbarsheet.com slash bestseller. And you know what? Not it was funny because like I would give that out and then I noticed, man, I'm not getting as many downloads as I should be. You know, I realized I'm like, dude, I can barely spell my name. How are other people? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So then I bought I bought this other domain. <laughs> That's good. I actually heard that they used your name in an advanced spelling <laughs> <game>. <laughs> So I think that was a pretty smart move. Um so- <laughs> so sevenfigurebook.com, whether you use the number seven or spell it out. And uh that, that's super awesome, man. So that's very generous. Um I, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, thanks. Um yeah. Uh Dean, anything uh anything else that you would like to uh add before we jump off? Um I have nothing too intelligent to say, <laughs> but um other than other than just I think this is this can fall into our category of inspired episodes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I to- totally agree. Um, I will share one thing with you guys that I'm super, super excited about. Saturday, so Friday, I'm flying to Omaha, Nebraska. And like, why would I go to Omaha, Nebraska? Yeah, why would you go there, James? Tell us. <laughs> thank, thank you. What a great question. Uh, that was a great question. <laughs> it really was. I don't know where you came up <laughs> with that one. So uh, so Saturday, uh, Warren Buffett is holding his annual uh, shareholders meeting for Berkshire right. Hathaway, and I have a ticket to go and listen to Warren Buffett speak um, on Saturday, and I can't tell you how excited I am. It's like a guy who's just passionate about business and building companies and stuff like that. Like, like that's that's amazing. So that I can't wait amazing. to go. 
you know, hear what he's got to say. And then like next time we record Dean, where we have our uh, episode, we're just kind of getting out some thoughts and big ideas. I'm totally going to share uh, what I learned from Warren oh, uh, nice. when I go see him at home. Nice. Love it. That is exciting. I bet you're like yeah. a, a kid in a candy store right now waiting for that day. Totally, totally. And you know, like, so, so, you know, like we mentioned on the show, like, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to hang out with all these amazing people and stuff, but like it, 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 for me, like that doesn't end. It's, it's continuing to find new people and new perspectives and different things that, that will open up new doors and possibilities. And, and, uh, you know, so, so it's just like, you don't just get to a level and say, oh, like that's, that's good enough. Like that's, I, I don't know. I think that sort of sucks. It's like always trying to find, find, uh, find new insights and new distinctions and stuff. And so I figured, you know, going, uh, going for somebody who's in like the three comma club, uh, would be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not every weekend you can say, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, well, funny. You should ask. I'm going to go. Yeah, go hang out with the richest man in the world. Right. Or Whereas I'll probably just get drunk and headbutt a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's no different than any other weekend. Right. Uh, well, normally it's Tuesday. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and only on days that ended wide. <laughs> right. I mean, but look what we just did, though. Do you notice the unique thing we did, James? We managed to completely blank our guest at the start of the show. <laughs> And now we've just continued to end it as almost like Akbar wasn't even here now. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't call us out on that, but here you go again. <laughs> no, it's true. Oh, that's amazing. It's true. I mean, that, but that was your normal and you changed it. You're not with the donkey anymore. Right. Well, he may still be with the donkey. <laughs> but, uh, the donkey and him are going to see Warren Buffett like, this time. So. I didn't say I was flying to Omaha. <laughs> right. He's actually on the way there now. Six days yeah. of riding his noble steed across America. It's a, it's a little exhausting, but you do what you got to do, right? We'll stay so, hydrated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before this deteriorates any further. It's just getting worse, um, isn't it? We should have pulled the plug really a long time ago. <laughs> Thank God for all <laughs> See, Akbar, this is what happens when Dean gets too much airtime. <laughs> the magic is usually done in editing. Right. Yeah, let's hope. Our editors are talented, but I don't know if they're this talented. <laughs> so, so listen, Akbar, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for uh, the generous offer to share with our listeners. Go to sevenfigurebook.com for you guys who want to get a copy of Akbar's book. Uh, Dean, I don't know. There's nothing left for me. I think I'm done here uh, as well. I think there's, there's nothing greater than what's come out of my mouth that could ever happen again. <laughs> Well, there we go. And and thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe, share the show with uh, anybody you think would enjoy it. And this is James P. Friel signing off with my co-host, Dean Holland, for another episode of Just the Tips. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.